She was a straight A student who graduated from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. She was considered for the role of Jess in New Girl and Elizabeth Swan in Pirates of the Caribbean. And in 2010, at just 24 years old, she retired from acting. I'm Hope Carew. And I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs Presents Amanda Vines Part 3. And we're that back. That seems about right. <laughs> that seems Hi about guys, right. we missed you. <laughs> we missed you so much. And I know that you missed oh. us. Yes. I mean, the break between season one and season two, it's just, I was missing you guys every single day of it. Every single day. In fact, And then from much. last week to this week. Mm. Paige wrote so many I poems. <laughs> Check them out on Patreon. Just kidding. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> we have a Patreon and Yet. it's Paige's Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon, but it's got absolutely nothing to do with um, with what we're talking about no. today, which is Amanda Bynes. Specifically a, a movie. Well, no. <laughs> Specifically several movies and some TV shows. Starting with 2007, though. Starting with Just after Sydney Hairsprays, where we left I'm, off. I like, was trying to say, like, the titular film, like, but then I, like, messed up, and then I had, like, a brain aneurysm. So. Okay, well, here, we're starting with Sydney White, in which Amanda, Bly- Amanda Bynes plays the titular character. Okay. Sydney White. Did that help? Hey, guys, it's Hope, and we're starting with Sydney White, in which... Amanda Bynes plays the titular character in this 2007 hit movie is a modern retelling of the seven dwarves. Kind of like when Hilary Duff was in a modern retelling of Cinderella, if you ask me, which you did, because this is my podcast. That's right. I wonder if somebody saw a Cinderella story and they said, we can do that with another it girl of the mid 2000s. Well, I don't know about that, but I do know that I saw this movie and then I wrote a uh, creative fiction story about it for my English class. No, you didn't. It, Did you you wrote Sydney White fan fiction? Well, it was really like another retelling of Snow White. It was like, "Ooh, it's Snow White, but she's in the big city." Oh, so you plagiarized. I plagiarized completely. I was like, <laughs> I saw Sydney White and then we had that assignment like the next day and I was like, well, this is easy. You're like, well, I've got a good story for this. Oh, poison <laughs> I bet this much? teacher's never heard of Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got her face. She never heard of it. <laughs> I've got to be honest. I saw Sydney White in theaters when it came out and not since. Well, luckily. So I saw it when I was 12. Luckily, I watched it again for you. So oh I wa- will you will you give us a synopsis? Yes, it's my pleasure to let you know that Sarah Paxton plays the Wicked Witch, aka the mean, popular sorority girl who's in love with Prince Charming, aka the hot guy who's the president of his frat, but he's not like other guys. In Sydney, well, <laughs> she's not like other girls kind of thing okay Cindy grows <laughs> up with her dad dead mom of course her dad's a construction worker so she grows up like with the construction workers and there's a scene of like her like cat calling a boy when she's little because all the construction workers are cat calling women okay yeah, that's kind of cute it is it's not but it's, it's not cute. but it is it's um problematic like that But then she goes to college and she wants to rush the same sorority as her dead mom, R.I.P. But when she goes to rush the sorority, they're all blonde and uh, she's a brunette. (laughs) This can't be good. And it's not. And her best friend's name is, oh my gosh, it's Dippy. Or it's something else like that, but it's bad. I don't think I wrote it down because I, I thought I would remember. She was like... Huh. Is it supposed to be like a seven dwarf name? No, she's just like, it's nice to meet you. I'm Dippy. And Amanda Vines is like, oh, no, you're not. And she's like, no, I am. <gasps> That's my name. It's supposed to be like a... I'm Muffin. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> You know. That kind of thing. Okay. I'm Googling it right now. Oh, Dinky? Dinky. Yeah. She goes, I'm Dinky. (laughs) 
Dinky is no better than Dippy. Yeah. Though. No. Yeah. In my defense, I have none. Those are the same. Actually, I have a lot. I'm Dinky. No, you're not. What would that mean? If you if you introduce someone, if you said that you were Dinky as an adjective, what what does Dinky mean? Like small? Yeah. Like small. Like and- rinky dink. Yeah, like my rinky dink, like I'm kind of dinky. Like if I, you know, it's like me when I'm in my silly mood and um, maybe I'm wearing overalls and I'm really thin. I'm dinky. It's mm. kind of like Zoe de Chanel vibes. It just doesn't seem all that. It doesn't seem like a negative thing for her to be like, oh, my gosh, no, you're not. You're not dinky. It just is kind of a nothing term it's like, in my in my eyes. Yes, well, you're quirky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dinky. I'm quirky. I'm not like There's other girls. I'm not like other girls. I'm dinky. <laughs> wow, dinky. Okay, I really I remember very little about this movie. Clearly. Okay, so what happens is she rushes this sorority, and essentially there's a hot or not list that represents. Mm obviously represents the mirror mirror on the wall who's like the hottest of them all okay and so Sydney starts raise, like rising through the ranks of the hotter not list and Sarah Paxton like freaks out about it because she's the wicked queen do you get it yes okay I need I need you to guess <laughs> the school mascots of this fictional college ooh okay um, is it the candy apples you know, that would be such a good one. That would have been really good. Yeah, like there's uh, so... Also, Dance Moms, it also, way ahead of Dance Moms. Also a Dance Moms <laughs> reference. That would have been... Is it related to Snow White? It should be, right? It should be. Oh, it's not? What is it? They are the sharks and the sharkettes. I was gonna... I'm not even kidding. I was gonna say sharks as something completely unrelated to Snow White. Yeah. Like, why... Like, as unrelated as it gets. As unrelated as it gets. When there's so much opportunity. Especially because... Do they even... Wait, because another thing, though, is that um, Sydney White's a huge fan of the Ravens. And, you know, Ravens are a thing in Snow White. So I'm like, why not just have the team be the Ravens? Right. And th- and not it could have been Ravens is great. It could have been so many things. The snakes probably. Sure. The snakeettes. I mean snakeettes. Snakes and snakeettes. The snakeettes. like you know Yeah, there's a million different things it could have been. Do you think maybe they were doing that on purpose to be funny? No. Cuz mm. I don't even know if they were doing the fact that she was a Ravens fan on purpose. I might just be giving them right. too much credit cuz it was kind of a deep cut. Um, wow, it's that's pretty much crazy. the plot of House Bunny, though, because she gets kicked out of the sorority because she won't, you know, go along with their evil schemes. Or actually, actually, it's exactly like you know, and she's the man when she's being the debutante. It's like mm-hmm. that, but instead of them giving her the debutante crown, they're like, "Haha, just kidding, we're not doing that." And they kick her out of the house, and she doesn't have a dorm, and she's like crying on the side of like the street in front of this like dilapidated frat house that they call the vortex and then they let her go inside even though she bullied one of the guys and it's essentially snow white and the seven dwarves and i have to report that there are two dwarves you're gonna love personally oh my gosh okay i'll give you a hint i already love dinky (laughs) i'll give you a hint speaking of d's uh doyle Doyle, my third grade teacher? No. Oh, my second grade teacher. Same lady, Mrs. Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> oh, Paris is Doyle. Oh, what's his name? Danny Strong. Danny Strong, yes. Which he is like, he, he's huge right now. He's like created a bunch of TV shows that are doing really well. Yeah, and he's in Buffy and he's in... And Sydney White. And Sydney White, but he's also... Um, in Gilmore Girls, obviously. Yeah. And then guess who the other one is? None other than Sam Levine. Oh my gosh. I just, what did I just see with Sam Levine in it? I was just watching something. I, Freaks and Geeks, man, that is my, And he was also in like the Shakespearean, like, so he's only in movies about Shakespeare to teens. Interesting. He and Julia Stiles should have collaborated more, really. They have that same 
vibe. Yeah, they both have to play teachers now, though. Oh, yeah. Let's let's do a 10 things I hate about you reboot. And Allison Janney's the superintendent. Yeah. Oh, yes. She got a promotion. I love that. And, you know, her romance novels are obviously going well. Uh-huh. Okay. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be there. Obviously. He's the science teacher. Or no, he's he's the English teacher. Or Julia Or no, Stiles. he's the French teacher. He's teaching French. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We we should write this. Okay, actually. <laughs> he's not busy. Edit, delete this. Delete this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nobody, nobody steal this, please. Guys, we're trusting you. But essentially, this movie has the plot of House Bunny. And it's actually like pretty good like I think it's pretty underrated and it like flopped at the box office which like tanked Amanda's self-esteem because she was finally like the romantic lead and then it just like randomly didn't do very well even though like it totally should have for its time the romantic lead and it was like got to play like a pretty girl exactly like she was the romantic leader she's the man but you know this time around, she was like the more glamorous, more the the Hillary. Exactly. You know, we were comparing it to a Cinderella story. And it's like nothing to do with her that this movie didn't, wasn't a flying success. And I think it holds up pretty well. I mean, except for the Sharkettes thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is so baffling to me. I feel like we must have talked about this on the pod already, but one of my favorite movies um, is Disney's Zombies. <laughs> yes. And I love their school mascot is the fighting shrimp mighty or the shrimp, mighty shrimp yes. or something. Um, which Shout is out to so our good. Julia. And in the sequel, spoilers, if you haven't seen the first zombies, uh, in the sequel, they go to prawn, not prom. prom. That's so good. One of the best jokes That's I've ever so heard. so good. Our friend Julia loves shrimp. Um, and so I always give her shrimp presents, <laughs> including... <laughs> Shout out to Julia for loving shrimp. Hey guys, if you love shrimp <laughs> as much as Julia, please write in and let us know. History Jeff's pod at Gmail. Um, this whole podcast just turns into us shouting out our <laughs> random friends for their random so interests. Random. Um, but yeah, this movie was hard on her because she was like, she wanted to be like that. And I'm putting this in quotes because this is what was said in the magazines, not me. But they're saying that she wanted to be like appreciated as a sex pot the way that Lindsay Lohan was. Um, mm. And she wasn't. She's so heartbreaking. Okay. And then she's in. It was also on, sorry, on a lighter note, in 2007, she started her first fashion line. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. Because fashion is something that she has expressed interest in for a long, long time. She's always said she wanted to have her own fashion line one day. And in 2007, she had the opportunity. She started a fashion line at Stephen Berry's, um, and it was called Deer. But unfortunately, Stephen Berry's went bankrupt a year later. So that was the end of Deer. But she got to, you know... Get her feet wet, dip yeah. her toes in, see what starting a fashion line yeah, like is all that's about. Still like some a really cool experience. And I do know a man named Steve Barry, so I think it's kind of funny that it's Steve and Barry. Have you ever did you ever go to a Stephen Barry's? I feel like I have. Is it like black and white logo? I think it was blue, maybe, but I don't have any visual memory, so I don't know where that's coming from. Uh I went to a Stephen Barry's once as a kid. I think it was at a mall. That was like a few hours out of town, you know, not something we would have gone to a lot, but something we definitely went to once. But it's like a big sports. If I remember correctly, it's like sports. Ooh, okay, Sporty Spice. Yes, Sporty Spice. I just remember I got a T-shirt there that and I had it for years and years and years. This is so embarrassing. But I got a T-shirt there that said, everybody loves a Catholic girl. Because I was raised very, very Catholic. <laughs> Wait, how is it a sports-themed shirt? Right, exactly. These are just the little memories, and they might have might have had like one Everybody jersey section, but Catholic for some reason, I remember girl. it as a sports store. It clearly wasn't only sports because Dear Amanda's fashion line was not sports related at all. It was like really trendy pieces from like, 2007. That's like a shirt that you would get at like a religious gift shop. It's like so crazy. They had a huge wall of graphic T-shirts, and that we went through. There were like tons of, yes, like, like Delia's like hot topic. You know, they have like the picture above it, and then the like that was me at Delia's T-shirts. Yeah. There were hundreds of graphic T-shirts, and I think my parents were like, "You can pick anything in the uh-huh. store." 
And I was like, they're going to love okay, this. Well, because you shared that, I'll share a vulnerable shirt that I wore in fourth grade. Um, every Friday was free dress at my school. And every Friday I wore the same shirt that said, <laughs> and I, I will I stick by it, by the way. Gray shirt. It was the cutest shirt I had. Got it at Dick's. Sports, yeah, exa- dude. I, you know, Sports I was very stores. sporty, but the shirt said, don't hate me because I'm cute. Hate me because I can whoop up on you in basketball. <laughs> and it was one of the things where it was like the front said, don't hate me because I'm cute. <laughs> and then the back said that. Was it like a really big T-shirt, like a really oversized, like loose fitting um, shirt uh, it, I, that you could have worn <laughs> on the court? Yeah, like it was like a it was a like a sport. It was like a comfort color. It's like a sport shirt type. Like it was just a t-shirt. Wow. Do you have any pictures of this shirt? I'm, I'm so sure. Curious. I'm sure that every picture of me on a Friday that was taken for one year, I'm in this shirt. Um, but I, I love that you wore it every Friday. That's so, <laughs> that's iconic. Well, I also had one other You're shirt. like, just in case you guys forgot from last week, I can still whoop you in basketball. Here's the thing though. And anyone I went to elementary school with will back me up. I was the star of my team. Because oh, I'm sure I don't doubt that for a second. I had a lot of hustle in me. I went to school with some prissy girls and <laughs> <laughs> then everyone got taller and I didn't. OK, but I could have been a star page if I was tall. I I could have been a basketball hope I star. I honestly thought I was going to play in the WNBA. <laughs> I truly believed that because I I'm five, seven now and I don't think I've grown since I was 11 years old. I was always a very tall kid. Yeah. And I didn't know until pretty recently that I wasn't actually good at basketball. I was just taller than the other girls. And my dad was my coach. So he like recently admitted to me that he would just have me go stand under the basket with my arms up. And that was well, who's defense who's to say like, that's not being good at basketball. That's true. That sounds like, I mean, I stopped growing, so I, I'm still five, seven. So you can still stand I have asthma and flat feet. <laughs> You can still stand under and with true. your arms up, Paige. Don't discredit that. So you're saying my WNBA dreams aren't dead? They're not dead. Not even close. Not even We should close. play in the WNBA. We can be Heather and Heidi Birch. I, when I was little, I wanted to have twins and name them Heather and Heidi. <laughs> I got... We're just spilling secrets now. When I went to Build-A-Bear, my second Build-A-Bear ever was a monkey, and she wore a um, WNBA jersey, and I named her Heather. <laughs> Why are all of our secrets about basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Basketball Secrets Podcast. I'm Hoop Karu. (laughs) (laughs) And that's... Did did people call you Hoop Karu? Or Hoops? Hoops Karu? Dude, missed opportunity. Well, I used to visit my, like, sister's preschool class, and she had one little girl in her class, loved me, but could not say my name, and she'd always call me Hoop... Like fully thought my name was Hoop, like Hula Hoop. (laughs) I um, had a really good friend in high school and college who lovingly referred to me as Paja Stoyakovich, (laughs) who was a famous basketball player. And I am still to this day in his phone as Paja Stoyakovich. In in, how do you spell Paige? It's Paja, like, or Paja, P-E-J-A, last name Stoyakovich. (laughs) Okay, let's, let's go. 2008 Amanda stars in 2008 um yeah so Amanda was in a made for TV movie this year called Living Proof produced by Renee Zellweger okay yeah uh-huh and it had a pretty I mean pretty impressive cast Harry Connick Jr. Jennifer Coolidge who obviously has two Hillary Duff connections a Cinderella story and Beauty the briefcase Beauty and the briefcase right yep okay and then Angie Harmon also a Hillary Duff connection. Agent Cody Banks, or as we like to yes. say, Agent Cody Dranks. <laughs> Agent Cody Dranks, and then Regina King, also a Hillary Duff connection. Obviously from a Cinderella story. Also from a Cinderella story. But yeah, pretty big cast for a Lifetime movie. I don't remember writing any notes. Like I'm reading my notes, and I'm like, I I don't remember. This was like written by a different person. Mm. I'm interpreting them as I go. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, kind of like a cryptologist. I'm just, I'm just like a cryptologist. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell I got a new word of the day calendar? <laughs> or it's actually a professions calendar. I'm just learning about different professions. <laughs> 365 days of new professions. That's actually really good for high school students. Okay. That didn't you? It would be good. Didn't you watch this movie? 
I so I didn't. Basically, um, I watched some podcast. All of Amanda's. I watched all of Amanda's scenes. Oh, that's all you need. That's great. Look, the listeners will understand. To rent this movie was fifteen dollars. Oh my god! In this economy, fifteen dollars. I'm about to be unemployed. I can't be dropping $15 on living proof. Yeah, no, okay? I'm pretty sure I make negative $15 every time I go to work. <laughs> but I did watch Amanda's scenes. Basically, it's a drama. Um, it's a serious role for her. But Harry Connick Jr. is a doctor who it's his life's mission to... Um, fight breast cancer and he's doing all of this amazing research i think it's based on a true story but don't quote me i didn't watch the movie (laughs) um but amanda Bynes is his uh intern i guess his assistant he she is going to the local college and none of the science students wanted this job so she's like an english major who's helping out this doctor english major is helping out a uh, American lit, maybe. I'm, I'm why really would not. Why would none of the science students want to take this opportunity? I don't know. They didn't want to. They, they said it in the dialogue. Insane. He was like, "What am I supposed to do with a English English major?" Or English whatever major. She is. And she's like, "I do comedy." Um, English lit. I was right. English lit. I was close. Close enough to being right. Okay. So then, what happens? Um, You'll have to watch and find out if you got fifteen dollars to blow. Okay, next. It was hard to piece the story together with only Amanda's scenes. She's not a big part of the movie. Can I make a connection here? Yeah. Human nature. Oh wow. That's a deep cut Hillary movie. Deep cut to episode two. Go back and listen to our human nature episode. It's a good episode. It's it's all the boys' favorite episode. All the all the boys I talked to love that episode. The boys, yeah, the boys. It was a uh, wasn't yeah. It's it was a film a boy movie. You guys will, movie you guys will and, love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you boys are gonna love it. <laughs> you boys are gonna love it. It's for all the Patricia um, Arquette heads out there. Um, of which there are many. Who's not a Patricia Arquette head? <laughs> An Arquette head. Um, okay, so then she has a brief role on Family Guy. I don't know why I said it like right. that, but <laughs> on you're really excited Drum about Family Roll, Guy, please. Huh? Family Guy. Family Guy. Her character's name is. I was trying to back you Anna. up. <laughs> oh, you backed me up. Thank you for the yes and. Did you watch every episode of Family Guy? I did. And I and there were so many Annas, like I couldn't figure out which one was her. <laughs> okay, weird connection here, and this is more of like a serious note, so trigger warning. But Alexa Nicholas, who is in Zoe 101, who left the show because she was bullied and like abused on set, she um, basically said that. Seth MacFarlane hired her to abuse her. And so I have like an article here. I'll just like read her tweets um, because she doesn't outwardly say some things, but she implies a lot. So I'm just going to say what she says because I don't want to get in trouble. Essentially, there is a scene in Family Guy where there is like a teenage girl who's like a cheerleader and she's like basically bound and gagged and like um, in a bathroom, like with like locked in a bathroom. Okay, and Mm -hmm. so after this scene comes out, Alexa Nicholas tweets about it and she basically accuses him of grooming his audiences by like getting them more comfortable with like horrible things like that. And she tweets at him and she said, ask that ask Seth and friends about his bodyguard at his bedroom fucking door. Imagine being on the other side of it. And she's since deleted this tweet, but, you know, that implies a lot. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. Yikes. So we have a troubling situation. Alexa Nicholas is someone who's also been through so much in the entertainment industry and has a lot of stories to tell, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're interested in what she has to do, she has like a, a program called Eat Predators like a campaign going where she's like trying to make change. So look into that. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's just always so heartbreaking. Like it never gets less sad no. when you hear about stuff like no, that. No, it really doesn't. 
Okay, so then in 2008, Amanda dates baseball player slash The Hills alum, Doug Reinhardt, for a brief time. Doug Reinhardt? Who's that? Hills alum slash baseball player. (laughs) Did you watch every episode of The Hills? Because I didn't have time. You were supposed to. I... (laughs) Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. I I didn't realize I had to watch all of her boyfriend's stuff, too. How crazy would that be to prepare for this pod? You have to watch so many old baseball games. (laughs) Oh, my God. So many baseball games. That would be so hard. Um, (laughs) All I know is that they were seen. That's cute. They were seen kissing at a Lakers game. They dated for like several months, like tops. That's it. Yeah. Nothing flashy. But then, but then 2009. There's recently, like, been a lot of chatter about this, so you might know what I'm talking recently about. Recently as of 2009? No, recently oh, as of no? recently. Oh, like recently in 2023? Yes. <gasps> okay, spill. Give the tea. Amanda was spotted with Liam Hemsworth in 2009, <sighs> which is when he was, like, on again, off again with Miley, and there's, like, footage of yeah. them, like cuddled up together and like kissing at a nightclub and then he's like he has like a disposable camera or like a digital camera and he's like flirtily taking a picture of her and they say that there's reference to her in um miley's flowers video because she references all the you know affairs that he had including like taking her on like a helicopter ride or something yeah there's a lot of references in the flowers music video apparently, apparently. i feel like every day is a new like supposedly look at this. i mean who can really say yeah it, it, we're, um, we're I, dissecting I, it like taylor swift but I do think it's interesting because she then later tweeted, like when she was going through her episodes, one of the people that she tweeted at and said, you're ugly to is Miley Cyrus. I, okay, listen, you're going to have to tell me if I'm a bad person. Yes. But I feel like, not yet. Wait till I have to save her. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I have a thought. If Liam and Miley were off... He didn't do anything wrong. Okay, but I don't know if they were off. I'm just, I know it was during, I those, mean, sure, during but that time. I guess if we're, I, yeah, there's no way to know if they were on again or off, or if they were on or off at that moment, but they were on and off so much that I'm like, you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, but, but it's interesting. You can't be mad if you're no, off. No, no, no. And I'm not even saying like I'm accusing him or accusing them of cheating. Really what I'm saying mm-hmm. is. It, it, like hot pull. That's a good pull. That's a good pull for Amanda. For Amanda or for Liam? For Amanda. That's a good pull for That's both a good of pull them. For both of them. But now I feel like Liam's kind of a. Sleaze. Liam Hemsworth looks like a Muppet to me. <laughs> I said it. A sexy Muppet. I'm just yeah, a Muppet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's no Kermit the Frog. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. Who do you think is the sexiest Muppet? Um, Sam the Eagle. Oh, good choice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to 2010. Okay. We're skipping the movie Canned. Oh, what's, what is Canned? I don't know, but it's a movie that she was in very oh. I just All I wrote was Canned. <laughs> I got to be honest. Oh. So we should skip I missed, it. I we missed can go ahead canned. and skip it. 2010, easy what if What if someone's listening? What if someone's a big Canned fan? You mean a can head? Oh, you know what? It's I, it doesn't look like it came out. Oh, it was it was literally canned. <laughs> I it looks like it. Five investment banking friends get fired on the same day and try to figure out what to do with their lives. That's cute. Um, but it doesn't. I don't see any evidence that the movie actually exists. So moving on to 2010. I forgot that you existed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2010. We teased it in the last episode. This was when Easy A came out. Easy A, which famously has a Miranda cameo, a.k.a. Lilane. Oh, yes. I remember watching EZA and spotting Lilane and being so thrilled. When I was in, the, I saw it in theaters and everyone like gasped and cheered. <laughs> no way. You're I'm kidding. Not. It was like Aww. all of high school students. It was like full of Lizzie's demographic. That theater was full of people oh, who should subscribe. Like, <laughs> emotional. <laughs> Go back in time. We were all like, give them our business cards. Go to the future, get our business cards, take them back in time, and pass them out. That's the only thing I'm going to do in the future. 
Yeah, you're you're gonna say, look, Spotify doesn't exist yet. You don't even know what a podcast is, you idiot. <laughs> but you know how you can subscribe to YouTube channels? Do that to our podcast in the future. I love that idea. And say, okay, yeah. Um, and after Easy A, Amanda took. She retired. She officially retired from acting in 2010. So she, I, I have her statement and she said, I literally couldn't stand my appearance in Easy A and I didn't like my performance. I was absolutely convinced I needed to stop acting after seeing it. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on to say, I was high on marijuana when I saw that, but for some reason it really started to affect me. I don't know if it was drug induced psychosis or what, but it affected my brain in a different way than it affects other people. It absolutely changed my perspective of things, my perception of things. So EZA was her last official project, um, but she was cast in the Owen Wilson, uh, Jason Snakes movie Hall Pass, mm-hmm. which I recently did rewatch for some reason. Okay. Um, it's worse than I remembered. It's not a great, it's not a great but movie. But her character's name was Paige. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't make um, up for it for you? Well, she was... No. Well, she so she wasn't in Hall no. Pass, we should be clear. She was cast in the movie and was eventually replaced with Alexandra Daddario. Um, but in 2018, she opened up in her famous paper magazine uh, interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked about what had happened um, and why she was replaced in Hall Pass. She decided that she was addicted to Adderall on set. She couldn't learn her lines. She was taking other drugs as well and she remembers seeing herself on screen and thinking that she looked fat and thought she just looked terrible and she ran away thinking oh my god I'd look so bad Um, and that you know compounded with everything else is the reason that she walked away from slash was replaced in the project so sad very sad I feel like she could have saved the movie no shade to Alexandra Daddario but she's not a comedian (laughs) so and I know this because she was in my improv class kind of (laughs) well she never showed up (laughs) she never showed up (laughs) so she was signed up for my improv class so and never she's not a comedian because she never showed up exactly imagine how funny she would be if she had just gone to an improv class you could have taught her so imagine if I was friends with Alexandra Daddario I imagine it all the time how different my life would be I don't know how different it would Think be. About it. Close your eyes. We're imagining. I feel like it. maybe you would get more for like free samples of stuff. I feel like I would be hanging out with who she friends with. I'd be hanging out with her friends. Zach Efron, they were in Baywatch together. I'd be hanging out with Zach Efron right now. This podcast, I would be doing this podcast with Zach Efron right now. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> how dare you? So what you was it like that? to work with Amanda and Harrisbray? How dare you say that to me right now? Okay. Uh, you would let me. You'd let me do a podcast with Zac Efron, uh, right? Okay. Right? Yes, obviously I would. Okay, <laughs> I was shocked by who Amanda dates next. Did you know about this? Amanda dating Kid Cudi? No. Mm-mm. You told me. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know they were together. So she has a, a brief, fleeting, little sexy romance with Kid Cudi. And then, you know, later on when she has that, like blitz of tweets where she's calling everyone ugly she calls kid cutty ugly mm. yeah so i think she was and it, it just goes to out. show we're not there yet but it goes to show that to her when she was in that state ugly was like the meanest thing she could think of you know it says a lot about the how she felt about her own yeah looks at the time and how the worst thing you could possibly be is ugly yeah in her mind you exactly know? So we've talked about her film and TV career for the most part. I mean, that's that really is the end of it. She retired from acting um, and that was 13 years ago at this point. A lot has happened since then. uh, And we're going to talk about some of the darker times, some of her struggles, I guess, since then. Yes. Um, So in 2012, um, I'm just going to run through them. How about I don't want, yeah, you know, we don't need run, to like spend to, a lot like, of time. We don't need to them. You just run through them. Exactly. OK, so 2012, she was arrested for a DUI when she hit a police car and refused to take a test, which is within her right. You don't have to take a breathalyzer test. That's true. Um, 
Then she was accused of hitting another car on the highway a few days later. She goes on some Twitter rants, tweets at Barack Obama. Um, Who hasn't? <laughs> another hit and run. She pleads not guilty when she's charged with um, hit and runs. Then she drives with a suspended license, uh, gets dropped by her representation, um, and then moves to New York and decides to kind of start over. She wants to take, she wants to kind of disappear a little bit and wants to start a fashion line. So insane. that. Um, and it's also with this. Sorry. I just want to say like all of that is happening so fast. That's like September yeah. 5th, 16th, 17th, 21st, like very, very quick in time. A lot of these things are happening. Yeah, it's like a four or five month span mm-hmm. where all it's just kind of this downward spiral. Um, but she tries after that to kind of get her feet back under her and make a new plan for herself and move forward. Right. Um, this is also when she sues in touch for publishing fake stories. Um, and she just wants privacy at this point. And she settles with the victims of the hit and runs, just kind of trying to be a normal person. Yeah. Again. So then 2013. Um, 2013, yeah. She has some more struggles. This is when she tweets about Drake. Her infamous tweet about Drake uh, was in 2013. Um, She was arrested for throwing a bong out the window. Not arrested for throwing a bong out the window. That sounds silly. She, I think, if I remember correctly. I'll tell you what happened. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. um, Essentially, Amanda was kind of known for, like, smoking like in the apartment and sometimes she would smoke in the hallways and I think either for that or for something else the police were called and essentially she like the the room was like full of smoke or whatever and the policeman opened the door and he was like you're smoking and she was like no I'm not and she grabbed the bong and she threw it out the window and it was like she's on the 12th story so it could have killed someone like anyone if had they been walking like and there were people around and so luckily no one was hurt but she was arrested and then she told the judge um I thought it was a vase or she goes it wasn't a bong it was a vase I mean it was quick thinking though because she's trying to get rid of the paraphernalia I'm not endorsing it it was a bad move it was dangerous like you said but that was she was high you know she's trying to think of something to do and she got rid of it and then no, no evidence said it was a vase. I know, it's like actually seems like an Amanda like an Amanda show sketch, like a dark, <laughs> twisted Amanda show sketch. I could see it. Um, it was also this year, 2013, where she started a fire in a stranger's driveway, a small little fire. Um, and there was a she was 5150'd, and this was when the conservator paperwork was filed. And she entered into a conservatorship. So much like Britney Spears and the hashtag Free Britney movement, Amanda Vines was in a similar situation. And so the starting in 2013, the fire that happened was like a few doors down from her parents' house. And it's like essentially like a neighbor kind of caught her with some gasoline and her dog. And she was saying something like they caught my dog on fire, but her dog was actually okay. But there's... It's like really a weird circumstance, really weird circumstance. There was also um, some drama at the time with Jenny McCarthy. Yes. uh, Who's kind of famously a pot stirrer. Yes. Uh, But she tweeted that the cops were at Amanda Bynes's house, which was later discovered to be not true. And I think that it's just... things like that it's important to keep in mind that there's only so much that we can know you know and there's truth to all of these stories and all I mean they are they are true um, but it's just important to keep in mind that not everything you read is true and not we don't have the full story we'll never have the full story and you can only you know just as a little reminder yeah um, because it just takes one person tweeting oh yeah the cops were at Amanda Bynes' house and now people still remember it as oh yeah the cops were at Amanda Bynes' house that day you can't you can't take your words back Jenny McCarthy (laughs) no you can't Jenny McCarthy and it's also like just kind of a despicable thing to do in general but then especially because she's known Amanda since she was like eight years old they were in that Drew Carey uh they were in the Drew Carey thing. Drew Carey special and together. And then robots. Yeah. So not a cool move. Not a cool move. Okay. So then Amanda, 2014, enrolls at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise in New York. Um, 
It's mm-hmm. said that she was a great student who always participated and really cared about her classes. But then she starts to kind of get off track with her studies. Um, and she's like kicked out of school for causing arguments with classmates or something. Like this is what's reported. Right. But then in 2017, she gets back on track. Um, so then her final year of school happens and she had to enter a mental health facility due to a stress related relapse. Um, and then she was able to go back to school and she graduated in June of 2019. So Nearly five years at FIDM. I mean, five years is not not that, long, not at that all. long at all. Most child stars don't go back and get degrees. It's no, very exactly. cool that and, she's doing and, that. And Christy Carlson Romano has talked a lot about how it took her 12 years to graduate. You know, it's just kind of how it goes sometimes that happens. And FIDM is an yeah. incredible school. Like she really she had a great education. And except for this one, you know, alleged she's starting fights with other students she seems like she was a really good a good you student have, and had a good you have to imagine that when you're a celebrity student you take a lot of shit from your peers you know like that's a lot of like yeah. 18 year olds that you're around like I heard that Emma Watson was harassed at Brown you know like she'd answer a class like a, a question right in class and someone would be like 10 points for Gryffindor which oh, is like gosh. funny for everyone in the class maybe the first time it happens but certainly not funny when it happens every time she has a you know like it it's it's a joke that you can use once and I'm sure she was like, I feel like, no, just to say, I'm sure sorry, she was like put in a lot of high stress situations. I also feel like it's one of those things that's like, you can't win no matter what you do. You know, if you keep to yourself and you just focus on school, it's like, oh, she thinks she's too good for us. She's, you know, she's above yeah. us all or whatever. If you try to talk to people, then they're like, oh, she's so full of herself. You know, like there's so true. You just can't, you can't win. So I feel like it's got to be hard especially after the things that she was she was coming out of like a bad time in her life to be around all of these people with preconceived ideas it sounds awful I applaud her for going to school and getting a degree in that sort of me too I think it's really impressive so cheers to Amanda cheers to Amanda we love you um so yeah she uh earns an associate's degree and she plans to go back for her bachelor's um and then 2018 she had her famous paper Mm -hmm. magazine cover gorgeous picture of her on the stool i i remember it i remember the day that it dropped like the i remember the seeing the cover for the first time on social media and being emotional over it internet amanda please cute name i like the cute article title in this article she had been sober for four years and her famous quote was uh i've been through the worst and came out the other end and survived it so i feel like it's only up from here that's sweet so i think that being in the public eye was high stress and basically she ends up back in rehab um for a little bit. I think it's an important note that she went back to rehab for stress. That was what was reported, at least. It was a yes. stress related. Sorry, rehab I, I did not. I worded that like no, you're backward, backwardsly. Backwardsly? I knew what you were saying. I just wanted to make it. Yeah, but we share a brain, clear. so it's not fair to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never made a mistake like that. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> you gotta work it. Okay, so she's stressed. <laughs> she shares that she's living in a, a sober living facility when on Instagram. And then in 2020, um, on Valentine's Day, uh, she announces that she is engaged to Paul Michael, who she met in AA and who she dated for a few months. Mm -hmm. They had only dated for a few months before getting engaged, which caused a little bit of of some alarm bells to go off. It's definitely frowned upon to date someone in your rehab facility is that is that true like it's kind of yeah I guess that makes sense yeah it's basically like you you don't want to become codependent on each other it's like you need to like focus on yourself and so that's like against the rules in many facilities and family friend of mine met her husband at rehab so sometimes it works they're divorced (laughs) they're getting divorced they are divorced. Oh, they're divorced. So sometimes it doesn't work, Hope. 
Then Amanda files to try to end her conservatorship. Yes, which is great. And her parents are fully supportive of it. Yeah. And she is out of her conservatorship now. Yes. She filed in 2020, but it wasn't until 2022 that the conservatorship officially ended. And a lot of people think it has to do with the Free Britney movement and the fact Mm -hmm. that conservatorships were being talked about more and more um, that got finally got Amanda out of her conservatorship. Definitely. And I think that's like a really beautiful ripple effect. Um, So also in 2022, she and Paul Michael decide to uh, end their uh, engagement, but stay together romantically. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I didn't really yeah, they they decided together not romantically. to romantically. They had a bit of a public fight um, where Amanda, I don't know what happened privately, but Amanda went on Instagram and made some allegations about him oh. um, having relapsed and uh, just some sort of erratic behavior. But then she backpedaled later and said that she had him take a test and he was clean and um, she had misunderstood a situation that involved uh, porn on his computer. So after all of that, um, they decided to no no longer be engaged, but um, to stay together. Interesting, because there's also there was a little bit of drama when Amanda Bynes posted a picture of an ultrasound um, and she said they were having a baby and then basically her lawyer or her manager like reported like no she's not i remember that happening i don't remember who it was though either it was somebody in her camp saying that exactly she wasn't pregnant yeah very weird very Very weird. weird okay so something that i think is like very interesting speaking of britney is that like a during this time of like before she entered the conservatorship um, like right beforehand, she was getting very close with Britney Spears's former manager, Sam Lufty. And he convinced her to come back to L.A. He bought her the plane ticket to get her to come back to L.A. And then it was when she was in L.A. that like they served her to get under the conservatorship. Yes, dude. I read about this guy and he was the one who put Amanda in a car and he said he was going to take her to talk to her lawyer, but ended up taking her to her parents and they signed the conservatorship like that day. Yes. They had, she, he had straight up lied to her and said that he was going to like help her out and then it ended up being a trap. Fully tricked her and he's known to have like tried to get close with Lindsay Lohan, Paris Jackson and Courtney Love and he's currently Courtney Love's manager. But he and like Courtney Love says really great things about him. She she had tweets at the time saying like great work with Amanda, like we see what you are doing, like keep keep up the good fight, stuff like that. Yeah, but he also has like a ton of restraining orders against him, including Britney. He oh, he has a ton against him. Got you. Yeah. Like I think Courtney Love is the only person who thinks he's a good guy. I I watched an interview with him I'm just too gullible I think but I watched an interview with him where he was behaving as if he was doing this out of the goodness of his heart but I when you think about it on another like from any other angle it's like I just can't trust somebody who is helping put these people in conservatorships when they don't need them and I mean I'm not the ultimate judge of who needs a conservatorship and who does it but it's sketchballs McGee is what it sketch is sketchballs McGee for sure if you're the guy that people bring in to get close to someone and gain their trust so that you can pull the rug out from under them. Maybe look into a different career. <laughs> big reputation, big reputation. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like somewhere I want to be uh, if well, I'm him. Yeah, well, he's a professional manipulator. It's in sleazy. But that brings but. us to 2023. That's this year. Well, we kind of we kind of skipped a juicy part. Can I tell you? Do you, you want to go it? back? Do you want to go backwards? You can. Yeah, we can go backwards a little bit because I have to pull up this. But this is um, 2018. Can I tell you a, a juicy part from 2018? Sure. Okay, so this is a blind item. It's not official Amanda news. This is more in the category of gossip. And hearsay, but at the same time, it's 
kind of like an open secret, not to reference an open secret. Okay. Just trying to explain the concept of blind items. So this is from crazy days and nights, blind items revealed. And here is what it says. Last night, or March 27th, 2018. Last night after the news broke about a certain producer, an actress, all of you know, who knows the producer as well as anyone sent me this. Thank you for your ongoing support. I don't know how any of these men sleep at night, but if there's one thing I do know is that what's done in the dark always comes to light. XOXO. Sorry, I thought it was clever. Smiley face. Unfortunately, I will obviously not be making any comment whatsoever in parentheses for obvious reasons. And unfortunately, I feel as though the only way that legitimate stories can make the headlines regarding blank is if others publicly speak on his behavior. Blank was truly like a second father to me, but things changed. And after the second incident, I don't know if I will ever be able to have children or the family of my dreams. People have been picking this scab for years. I just won't be the one who finally rips it off. And in that note, Amanda, and and it's said it's revealed to be Amanda Bynes. Obviously, we can't prove that. But in this note, um, there are capital letters that spell out Dan did it. Very eerie. Mm -hmm. And then Amanda even tweeted about her father. She said that her father molested her essentially. And then she then later tweeted like, sorry, I didn't mean that. The microchip in my brain made me say that, but my dad put the microchip in my brain. Yeah, that was a part of her big Twitter rant. Yes. Yeah. So just kind of like weird, just weird stuff with the saying that Dan Schneider is like a second father to me and the stuff that she said with her father. Very strange and dark, but I didn't feel like we could finish wrapping up her story without this supposed blind item. Yeah. Okay. so 2023, what is Amanda up to right now? Do we know? She's, no, she's she's being pretty. She's pretty private in 2023. I mean, she's out of her conservatorship now, and I hope she's happy and healthy. That's amazing for her. I'm so glad that she's out of the conservatorship. Shout out to the Free Britney movement and the lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know how to bring this back up. <laughs> I don't I don't know either, but Amanda, if you're out there, if you're listening, we love you. We support you. Do whatever you want to do that makes you happy and bring in the dancing lobsters. (laughs) (laughs) No, we, we just want Amanda to be happy and healthy. And if that is staying out of the public eye, that is what we want for her. Absolutely. Yeah. No yeah. pressure to come back. Do what's best for you. She's given us so much already. Exactly. exactly. She's given us more than we deserve, more than she needed to. I mean, totally. She put in so much work, especially in her youth. I mean, she essentially gave up her whole childhood, you know, her whole childhood and her teen years where she was working. Yeah. Her adolescence. Yeah. Well, so hopefully that she is at peace and she, you know, finds what she wants to do and can do that for the rest of her life. And cheers to that. We're drinking um, that. Amanda wines is what we decided to be drink, to be drinking for Paige's pours tonight. So cheers yes. to you, Paige. Cheers. Cheers to Amanda. And that wraps up Amanda Bynes. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you like this new format. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this was History Duffs presents Amanda Vines. Last part. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) You don't get anything else.